Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From the fifth quarter studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so happy you decided to join us. Uh, before we get started today, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shoe machine in the market. I've said this multiple times. We own three of them. I want a fourth and a fifth. Hey, AD's listening to me, but um, they're so great. Um, they work so well. They're so easy to set up. I think my record is 37 seconds or 32 seconds to set it up. Um, but mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $450 off. Mention Coach Collins, they'll take really good care of you. And also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's a one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's everything you need from a from a nationally ranked, um, you know, we won three state titles, Um I think the we were just talking recently. Um, you know, we've won over 460 games in our program and lost 130 over the last 20 years. And I think we know the secret sauce to be successful, the roadmap, what it takes on and off the court. So go over and check it out um, and enjoy the podcast. Bye. All right. Go ahead, coach. Shoot away. What's your questions? So um, really the big things are, um, I think I emailed you like, I'm going to be starting as the head, as a JV coach for uh, the team that we're coaching this year. And really what I've been trying to like wrap my head around is just some priorities that I should have for this year. Okay. So I was like drafting an orientation thing then I was drafting a contract. And then I think I saw on some of the resources you shared, like one of the places had like a program handbook. So I was like, this is probably what makes the most sense since the orientation and the contract are both going to have parts of those. Yep, but I'm, yep. I'm just feeling like I don't know what I should prioritize since it's like there's just resources all over the place <laughs> and I want to go in with a plan that makes sense. So that's kind of what I want to do. Right. So, so I, what I tell people too, is just use the stuff that's out there. You got to kind of draft your own, you know, your own thing when it comes to yeah. a handbook. Yeah. Um, Cause that's what I kind of did when I, I put mine on T-Troops so you could see it. But, yeah. um, and, and to be honest with you, I probably haven't looked at it in like 15 years. <laughs> yeah. just, you know, you have to draft it to kind of know what you want to be. Yeah, exactly. So, um, 
uh, so I, I would come up with some like pillars. That's what I always tell people first when they're coming up with a program. What do you want your program to stand for? You yeah. know, why are you doing this? Why are they doing it? You know, you know, what's your, what's your why is basically, um, you know, why? So I always say, just get a piece of paper out and just flow with it. I'll, I'm going to, as we're talking, I'm just going to pull up what you sent me so I can okay. peruse it. Um, but well, and that was the one part that's like blank in there too. Cause I did see the handbook that I used had pillars. Um, but it's something that I'm I want not to sure. I'm not necessarily it needs, it needs to be pillars. That's kind of the word, but it's yeah. like, what do you want? I mean, to be my, my vision or my pillars, I see you wrote vision for it has changed over time. You know, I, I, yeah. I think <laughs> to be honest, it, it was probably more about winning early in my career. And yeah. as I got older, it was less about winning and more about, you know, how can I influence these young, these young men as they go on? Yeah. So Got to get that fine balance between those. Yeah. Um, who's going to see this, first of all? My thinking is the parents and the players. Okay. Yep. Um, as some sort of orientation. I'm working with um, our head coach, so I'm trying to, like, manage some of the stuff like this. But we have a coaches meeting next Friday, so we're going to all kind of talk it through and – yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, and, and that's where I think, that's where I think if you can have your meeting in a room with a bunch of, with a whiteboard and you can kind of map out, what do you want freshmen to do? What do you want JV or soft? What do you, you know, yeah. kind of that building block of, yeah. you know, maybe from your youth all the way up. Yeah. Um, you know, I, we have things like, you know, we want to leave a place better than we found it. So when we mm -hmm. leave a locker room, you won't find a piece of lint in that locker room. Yeah. Because I'm just trying to teach them that. Now, I have a much harder time with our locker room, to be honest yeah. with you, because um, they treat it like their bedrooms a little bit. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I mean, I think the, 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 I think the vision and the pillars can be different when I'm looking at your table of contents. Yeah. Um, I think pillars are more about what you want your program to stand for. You know, I want, I want upstanding citizens. I want kids that go to class. I want kids that, you know, all those kind of things. I think the vision can be more basketball related. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, like when I took over our job, I was the only applicant for the job I got and yeah. no one wanted it. No one wanted it. But my vision was to win, eventually win a state title. Now yeah. people would have thought I was like doing drugs at that point, but that was my vision. I don't I, know if I you necessarily like we're in the same boat though, because like, so I'm in Springfield and like, we've got tons of basketball. I'm in Massachusetts. So okay. yep. all over the place, but I've driven, I've driven by, I've driven in Springfield a lot. I, my brother has a place in New Hampshire. So we go. Oh, nice. Nice. All the time. Yeah. 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 So yeah. where we actually coach is right outside. And it's a small suburban. Like I think the school's got a couple hundred kids, but there's one elementary school, one middle school, one high school. And the nice thing, I, and I just said, I can relate to you because like we're there and high school starts at seventh grade and there's not like a freshman team. So right. I think there's like missed opportunities with what's going on. And I feel like it's just a place that hasn't really had anyone who's taken it seriously enough to say like, we could win here. Like, right. right. That, that, well, that's what it, I mean. There's several things that happened for me. I was little, yeah. I was lucky to, I mean, you gotta be good, lucky. And you know, um, a lot of things, you know, I, yeah. an NBA guy come through hell. I'm, I mean, most people don't have that, but we also had everything. We had all the stuff that you kind of listed there with vision and philosophy and programs already built by the time he came through. Yeah. Um, but the first couple of years were, were, were hard. Like, yeah. I had to cut kids that, you know, that were just not, we're, we're not going to fit into our, what we want. Yeah. You know, I had people upset with me. I literally, I'm trying to remember, I think I got, I cut a kid and I got 58 phone calls on one evening, I think. Yeah. Like 
because I didn't pick up the phone. Which I could imagine here too, because it's like that small town feel. Everybody knows yeah, everybody. So it's like, I think, so I think the key to you is, you know, here's what we want to be. This is not, this is not a, a recreational, but we want to give every kid an opportunity to, yeah. for this. You know, um, it's the, it's a talented and gifted program for basketball players. Yeah. You know, I, I wish I could sing and be on Broadway or whatever, but I can't. Um, so I think those are the kind of things. But I think, especially in a community, you got to over communicate early. Yeah. Um, and uh, and that's where you got to be really careful with booster clubs. You know, parents think if they run a booster club, they have say you got to be careful with parents. You know, yeah. like I think I'm looking at this. I think something you want to do is to I think every program should have parent reps. But the parent rep thing should be to 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 do everything outside of the basketball world, like the team yeah. dinners, all that kind of stuff. But I think you want to spell that out early. Yeah. Like this is not about anything other than, you know, doing team. And they dinners. do have something good in place. They they have something, an organization that runs boosters. And okay. they're actually pretty active on Facebook. They do a lot of the fundraising, Great. they're promoting games, yep. like a lot of good stuff. I don't know. Um, like the things that I'm looking at as far as like team get togethers, even some field trips to some of the college games and stuff like that. We definitely have to, like me and the coaches were new to them too. So part of it is like building a relationship with them and letting them know, like, it's great that the boosters are there. Like these are the types of things that we're looking for. Right. Like how can we partner to, you right. know, just get our kids more opportunity and more exposure to things around yeah, them. And I think, and I think the key is too, it's like, did, I've said this on my podcast a million times. It's really in order to cash some tickets, you got to have, relationships outside of basketball yeah um to be able to hold them i love your academic expectations how you spelled it out that's really good yeah like he talked i'm gonna describe it was like collegiate and then what's mia that's your association right yeah that's the massachusetts yeah yep um do you so grade we call them tuesday reports how do you do a grade check so honestly, we didn't re really dive into this. Like, this is the part that I want to talk to the coaches about okay. because last year we kind of uh, one we started mid year. Like, I, I can't, I don't even know the full story that happened with the coach who was there before. Okay. But we started halfway through the season, and really, like, we didn't ever have a good touch point for academics. So okay. this is what I want to do. Like, kids have access to their grades. It's easier to it's easier to get it. The high school kids have. Right. Um, to their power school but it's something that i want to talk through with our coach like how are we going to handle this because so, so i'll tell you the way we do it we call them tuesday reports because i don't want to do them on monday i don't want to do them on friday we do them tuesday <laughs> reports and they literally take them around and have every teacher sign them to okay. explain you know and I, and i can send you i'll send you a picture of ours i don't think i have one in front of me but yeah. um it basically how are they how's their attendance um are they on time how is their grade Blah, blah, blah. And it's like a little box. I'll send, I'll scan it and send it to you, but yeah. perfect. It takes a teacher 30 seconds. Yeah. But you know, and they know if their Tuesday reports bad, that there's going to be like every Tuesday it's coming through. Um, okay. so I think maybe you want to come up with something like that other okay. than relying on the, on, cause what I like about it is it's accountability for the kids. Mm -hmm. You know, I can look up your grades. I can spend 10 minutes, but that's not yeah. my, this is your grade. This that's ain't my grade. responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I like that. And that, that's where you can get with the classroom behavior. Um, so then you're, you're literally going almost into a code of conduct with substance abuse. 
Yeah, um, which I, is I put at the very bottom. To be honest, there was there was one of these that I found that I don't even know where I found it online. Okay. That was a really good base for me to use. So okay. I just kind of like tweaked the things that I like. And I mean, some of these sections I totally redid, but I did find something that was a really good base to really use. Really good base. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So why is Johnny not playing more? And how did why did Johnny not make the team? <laughs> yeah, well, I heard your podcast. I'll talk to you about it two days after tryouts. <laughs> right. So so I call it. So when you have a parent meeting, you talk about the 48-hour rule. Like, yeah. I will talk to you till my face turns blue, but it's a 48 hours. Because what it does is it lets – the upset ones are really going to be upset, but most people calm after 48 hours. Yeah. And the kids calm, to be honest with you. They might be mad at you. Uh, yeah discipline so i don't you're literally going into discipline for attendance yeah okay that's good yeah some of these things i tweak because okay, yeah, like way too deep like there was stuff that i i would want our coaches and i think our coaches would agree with this to have a little bit more like autonomy around like i think the yeah, one i saw know, like the parties like, this like, equals that this equals that and i, I didn't like that. that so i changed okay. the language just to give us a little bit more of yeah. flexibility and de- really being able to deal with it on a case by case basis. Yep, yep. I like that a lot. I like I, I early again in my career I was more A equals B, B, you know, all yeah. that. I think like tardies and those kind of things. Now I just deal with them. Like yeah. I just put under like coach's consequence. Yeah. You know, if it's your fourth one, then there's a different yeah. level. Well, I used to be like a behavior tech in a school that was in Connecticut. So I know a lot of the times like teachers had a very regimented way they would deal with discipline, but I'm like some kids, you got to jump straight to C. Like you can't do right, A. Right. Other kids. Yes. ABC works, but there's some kids where you got to jump straight to B or straight to C. So right. I wanted to kind of steal that same time. Um, I, 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 you know, again, when you go to the parent meeting for the head coach, I would definitely talk about emails. Like, yeah. you know, that's the easiest way to get a hold of me. I can do it faster. Um, definitely when you're dealing with an irate person, it's better to call on the phone than it necessarily is the email, but, um, you know, and I, and I put restrictions. It's like, you know, I have family time too. I don't know if you, you know. Yeah, I do. I have a son. We just got done with soccer practice this afternoon. Yeah. So, so you know, it's like after, after they're in bed, I don't care. But before that, I'm probably not going to answer the phone or answer an email after, after work. So, um, I was very, when my kids were little, I was very honest about that. It's like, you can call, but I'm not picking up, you know, your house better be on fire kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, no, I think it looks really good coach. I mean, um, pillars, conduct, you know, I would maybe run the team selection part by the – who's the athletic director? And is he on board with brand you doing new, something? Brand new. So the athletic okay. director from last year just resigned. They The school actually hired him. I want to say it was like beginning of August. Crazy thing is he's the head football coach. Okay. <laughs> so he started as the athletic director and the football coach. Okay. So, I mean, I personally, I always run this stuff up the flagpole before yeah. I share it with the parents. I would run it with the AD and the principal and just say, hey, I'm, I'm trying to be proactive. I want to communicate. I want everyone to know what we're doing. Can you look at this? What's your thought? Is it too yeah. specific? Is it not specific enough? Um, so I would talk to the head coach about that too. I think that's a good. Yeah. Most people I mean, are going to. Once we have a finalized draft, that'll be like the next step. Yeah. To kind of get him through. Um, and then again, you don't necessarily have to call them pillars. You can call them whatever, you know, what, what's your mascot. You can call them program. Uh, Panthers. Panthers program Panthers or something I don't know yeah PPs or something but something you just want to stand for but no I think it looks really good coach 
Okay. Um, I would love to hear what you have to say after you talk to the head coach. Okay. Um, cause then I think we could tweak it more a little bit. Um, but when do you guys start? Uh, we can't start officially with them until the Monday after Thanksgiving, which is December 2nd. Oh and then God, first, you're really late. And then our first, listen, and then our first game is December 13th. So that's something else that we're going to talk about our coaches meeting, like what this tryout schedule is going to look like. Yeah. And you got, when's football stop? Uh, that's a great question. I'm going to say likely on Thanksgiving. I think there's a game I think there's a Thanksgiving rivalry game that they do. Again, I'm just getting familiarized with how. So, this so, so I just, I just was talking to another coach last weekend and we were talking about getting in conditioning and stuff too. You're going to have to get them in shape fast. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, so we had them play in the summer league here in Springfield, which is really, really competitive. So right. we were, it was great that they got a chance to come here and, then, and play. But yeah. we asked how many are going to be playing football, and, like, every hand went up except for, okay. like, Which one is, or yeah. two. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's fine. But in terms of, like, thinking about our timelines and, like you said, getting them ready for the basketball season. So that's why I think in, – and in, in the next time we talk, we can talk about this. But I think the net, what you want to do is you want to um, talk, have a meeting with them. So I would do the meeting with the coach, then mm-hmm. get everything kind of tweaked, then run it by the, up the flight. Then I would – even though it's football season, you can do it in the morning before school and say, hey – so here's my thought. I know you're in football. I'm super excited about it. I'm coming to the games, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But we need to get you guys in the gym shooting or, yeah. you know, doing something at this point, not necessarily playing because you, you don't want to get them hurt. But yeah. what's your idea? What, may, what, what When would work for you guys? Maybe it's a Saturday yeah. afternoon, whatever it is. Because you, you need to do that. Like we yeah. start ours, we start in the middle of November and we'll start conditioning, school-wide conditioning in the middle of October. So yeah. Um, you just want you want it. That's something to run up the. You, you know, it will be an it will be advantageous for you come the beginning of the season if you can do that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anything else, real quick? Um. So here's how here's how these work. Every other week, I do one on one calls, and then next week, I do um comp, uh, uh office hours. So I'll just pick a time. Okay. And then anybody that wants to come in can ans- ask questions. Okay. Um, so that's that's good too. So you could bring this and shoot it up, and people could look at it, and we could all bounce off too. So okay, I like cool. it. Just it's just different, you know, one on one versus yeah. The other question that I might have, and I don't know if this is quick or not, but um, is about read and react. So like I pulled some of the stuff that you sent me and some stuff that was online because yep. I really want to use that. But yep. I'm thinking about like the formulation of the playbook. So the two questions I had related to that was like how many layers would you do with a J, with this JV team? Um, and should I just plan to do that as my like regular normal set offense? Like I know there's tweaks for zone and tweaks for man, but I didn't want to dive into like a bunch of plays. If, if you think that like, I wouldn't do that. So I'll give you, I'll give you my one minute version because I got somebody else coming on. Um, here's my one minute version. So I would, I would do maybe one or two layers, one layer being just cutting, passing and cutting and filling the spots. That's easy. They will do that in no lie five days of you doing it. And then I would pick one other action that you want to get really good at. Maybe it's a screen away. Maybe it's a slip. Maybe it's a double screen away. Maybe it, whatever it is in the read and react you want to work on. And that's it. I would literally get really good at those two. Okay. Um, I wouldn't add anything else. I would keep it simple. Um, Yeah. 
it will work I against the zone. React. I know like what you say, and I've seen it online too, where there's like 68,000 layers. Oh my God, it's just me. I mean, I'm a relatively bright person. No way am I doing all Rick's layers. But, <laughs> okay. 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 Cool. And then just draw something up or give me a couple steps that you're thinking for the read and react, and I'll take a look at it. Okay, perfect. Okay. Awesome. Right, Thanks, coach. coach. Yeah, have a good night. Yep, bye. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like. Um, we love those. Um, and send me an email, steve at teachhoops.com. Tell me what you want to hear in the future. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.